Today, we discuss which players gave the least amount of value for their contract on the Islanders, plus Anders Lee is a finalist for an NHL award. We've got all that and more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Broussard tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Thursday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank everyone for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you can get new episodes as soon as they drop. And we are also now available on the SiriusXM app, SXM. Uh, Just uh, do a search for Locked on Islanders. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Lots to get to on today's show, but first, if you have a question, a comment, something Islanders related on your mind that maybe you'd like us to talk about on a future episode, feel free to send us an email, the email address LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com, and if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on everything this offseason concerning the Islanders, hirings, firings, trade rumors, free agency, the draft. We'll have it all covered for you every day right here on the Locked On Islanders podcast. So we're going to start this off with some good news, and after yesterday's Uh, or Tuesday's press conference, I think Islander fans can use a little good news. And uh, look, this is just plain nice. Uh, The NHL announced that Anders Lee, Islanders captain, has been named a finalist for the King Clancy Memorial Trophy. Now, the King Clancy Trophy is presented to the player who best exemplifies leadership qualities on and off the ice and has made a noteworthy humanitarian contribution in his community. And, you know, this is just one of those awards that all three players who are finalists, and the other two were uh, Mikhail Backlund of Calgary and Darnell Nurse of Edmonton, you know, you get nominated for this, you're doing something right. And... You know, when you have somebody who is involved in the community and involved in charity the way that Anders Lee is, that really, uh, you know, 
is great to see. And look, so often we hear on television, on the news, on the radio, oh, this athlete did this terrible thing and this athlete was caught with a gun, an illegal gun, or this athlete was driving drunk, or, you know, this athlete did whatever. But not enough is written about and spoken about athletes who do good things in the community, and there are many of them. And Anders Lee, look, you, you say what you want. I know a lot of fans are a little down on the way he finished the season, but his involvement in the community has been stellar. And, you know, he's very involved in the Jam Cancer in the Can Foundation, which raises money uh, by staging a cancer jam event uh, featuring the backyard game Can Jam. And basically, Lee became involved with uh, that charity after seeing a speech made by a, a 15-year-old named Fenov Pierre-Louis, and he was a cancer patient, and basically Lee befriended him, and there's a nice picture of them on the, the uh, Islanders' official website, and unfortunately Pierre-Louis, uh, five years ago already, passed away, at the age of 17, which is awful. But, you know, back in 2018, Lee basically said uh, that it, it, it changes. You have this wonderful friendship with someone, and it's for such a short period of time, and it was so special. But now that we've lost Fenov, this does mean a lot more to me and to Grace and everyone involved. It's definitely going to be tough the first time without him. He was the one who I handed the mic to first because he always had something special to say. This year, I'm obviously not going to be able to hand him hand it to him. I'll have to fill his shoes a little bit. So Lee created scholarships in his name, $2,000 each to high school graduates who have provided help and sympathy to someone with cancer. And the scholarships help kids go to college and, you know, it, it really is just one of those great things. Here's another quote from Anders Lee. School and education was so important to Fenov. Event, everything he'd gone through, he made an effort to be in class as often as possible and to maintain straight A's. That's pretty inspiring by him and we wanted to continue to honor him in a way that we could by handing out scholarships to people that have done good things in the community, not only in the classroom, but also helping people with cancer. So, Anders Lee will now be at the NHL Awards Ceremony in Nashville on June 26th. And two other Islanders players have won this award in the past. Hall of Famer Brian Trottier won it back in 1989. And Doug Waite, who was both a Islanders captain and an Islanders coach, uh, he won it in 2011. So, look, the, the way this works and, you know, basically the winner of the King Clancy Memorial Trophy will get a $25,000 check to donate to the charity uh, or charities of his choice, and the two runners-up will receive 
a $5,000 check. And, you know, look, this is all good. And to really have, you know, recognition for Anders Lee for his work throughout the community, you know, in the community and and helping families and, and people who are dealing with cancer and now even arranging a scholarship for people who help people who have cancer. It's a very important thing. I have lost people who are very close to me because of cancer. I know how terrible the disease can be. And so I want to thank Anders Lee for what he's doing to help. And certainly we all wish him luck. You know, so often doing this podcast, we are critical of players or for what they do or do not do on the ice and certainly of ownership and management for what they do or do not do. But to me, it is important also to recognize these players as people. And when they do something good like this, uh, I I always think that is a a great thing to do. And Anders Lee does so many other things off the ice. So congratulations to Islanders captain Anders Lee for, you know, the work he does. Uh, He also hosts families dealing with cancer, every home game for the Islanders. I mean, it's just the stuff you want to see people doing. So thank you very much, Anders Lee, and congratulations. And, and by the way, memo to the NHL, you know, that the, the $5,000 for the runner-up and the $25,000 for the winner, time to raise those dollars amount, dollar amounts a little bit. Uh, it, just that would be more fitting, I think, to even double those dollars amount. Let, let's see if the league can do something like that, and hopefully they can. We have got a lot more to get to on today's show. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the three players on the Islanders who gave the, the least amount of value for their contract, according to The Athletic. We'll talk about that, and of course, we'll look at Samuel Bolduc's season. That and a lot more still to come on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful, and Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. They've got killer deals on last-minute tickets, and their best price guarantee means you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. And the Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you with 110% of the difference. So snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. So as I mentioned, The Athletic recently did a story on the Islanders' You know, they did a story basically on all the teams in the league and basically went through the players who gave, had the least 
efficient, the most inefficient contracts last year. And that was sort of a combination of their salary and their productivity or lack thereof. And it wasn't only about, uh, you know, if a player was injured, that was they, they were not counted uh, against this number because obviously, you know, that's not fair. The guy is injured. It's not that he played badly. He just wasn't able to play. So, you know, that, that sort of comes off the board. And players who spent the season with more than one team were not included. So if you're looking for Bo Horvat on this uh, uh, in this article, he's not eligible for it. I don't think it's any surprise that the player last on, uh, on this list or first on this list, if you look at it the other way, is Josh Bailey. And Bailey, you know, earning $5 million a year and then ends up being a scratch in all six playoff games, scores just eight goals. And look, we, we've talked a lot about Bales. He's been a great Islander for more than a decade, played more than a thousand games with the team. But realistically, at the age of 33, his time with the team, as Lou Lamorello said yesterday uh, on the show, every dayers, we did discuss uh, Lou's comments about Bailey, his t- time with the team almost certainly coming to an end. But look, Bales for $5 million really did not provide a lot of productivity for the Islanders. He has one year left on his current contract. And look, I am a Josh Bailey fan as a person and certainly as an Islander over the course of his career. I've watched him develop from an 18-year-old who was rushed into the NHL to a veteran leader on this team and now to somebody who is, you know, on the downside of his career, I hope that the Islanders can get his cap hit off the book and that he can continue his career and be productive somewhere else. The second player on this list was a little bit uh, of a surprise, and that is defenseman Ryan Pollock. Uh, Pollock earning $6.15 million. That's the cap hit. And he gave you 26 points. And... According to the article, his impact was more of a four and a half to five million dollar defenseman than it was for someone earning a little bit more than six million dollars a season. And it's tough because we all know how consistent he can be defensively. And you know, that is sort of the 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 crux of his game. But 82 games, 5 goals, 26 points. Look, I'm not going to argue with you. He he was the Islanders' most consistent defenseman over the course of the year. But I, I kind of disagree with the article in that, yes, okay, you want more offensive production if possible from uh, a guy earning that kind of money. But that's not what Ryan Pollock is on the ice for. He is a defensive defenseman first and foremost. And I think that he certainly got that aspect of the job done 
over the course of the season. So, yeah, I understand, you know, most players, if a defenseman is earning that much money, you want a little bit more offensive production from them. But I just think that he does what he does well enough that I wouldn't have put Ryan Polak on this list. The third player on this list, and I think this was an interesting choice, and is Anders Lee, the captain. 28 goals, that's second on the team. 50 points, uh, again, places him near the top of the list uh, when you look at the Islanders. Second in goals, third in points. Uh, six power play goals, ties him for the team lead. But here's the thing. In spite of all that, Anders Lee is earning $7 million a year. And, you know, 50 points, a $7 million a year player should be getting at least into the high 60s to 70s or even really a point a game. I mean, you're paying Anders Lee like a first line winger and he was for most of the season but he didn't produce like a first line winger a first line winger is someone that you want to get even in the ballpark if he plays 82 games get me between 65 and 100 points and 50 is a long way from even that the, the bottom end of that so for seven million dollars a year not really getting as much bang for your buck as you would like. And the I guess the problem for the Islanders when you look at the Anders Lee contract is that he has three years left on that contract at $7 million a season. And, you know, that's where you kind of get into a little trouble. Anders Lee now is 32 He'll be 33 next month in July. And, you know, three more years, you don't expect the production to go up when you're starting to talk 33, 34, 35. That's when the production usually starts to drop. Now, Lee doesn't rely on speed, so if he loses that half step, it may not affect him as much as some other players. But at the same time... Uh, this is already a contract that isn't returning the value that you'd like, and it's likely to get worse rather than get better. And maybe that's sort of emblematic of the cap crunch that this team has, where there are players who are just overpaid for the production they give you, and there isn't a way out of some of these contracts, or there's not a lot of a prospect that it's going to get better anytime soon. So just something to keep an eye on. Again, I like Anders Lee. I talked about him in the first segment. I I like him as a player. I like him as a person, but he's not earning that $7 million a year. And it has to be a concern against the cap for the New York Islanders. All right, we have got a lot more to get to. We're going to take a look at Samuel Bolduc, one of the higher ranked prospects in the Islanders organization. What was his season like? And more importantly, what is his future like with the team? We've got that and a lot more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. 
Attention active individuals, are you tired of sacrificing comfort for style when it comes to your active wear? Introducing Bird Dogs, the game changer in athletic shorts. They're premium shorts designed for maximum performance combined with unparalleled comfort. And with their unique built-in liner, these shorts offer the ultimate support and flexibility, ensuring you stay comfortable during even the most intense workouts. Here's the best part. Bird dogs are more than just workout gear. They're versatile enough to take with you from the gym to the street without skipping a beat. Bird dogs are made with premium, breathable fabric. They keep you cool and dry throughout your activities. Order your pair of bird dogs today and join thousands of satisfied customers who have made the switch. Visit birddogs.com slash LockedOnNHL and enter the promo code LockedOnNHL to get a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler with every order. Bird Dogs, where style meets comfort and performance meets perfection. Get yours now and unleash your true potential. So, we continue our player-by-player look at the New York Islanders season. And... Everydayers, uh, yesterday, we were talking about Oliver Wallstrom. Today, it is Samuel Bolduc's turn. And Bolduc, right now, is a restricted free agent. Pretty confident the Islanders will be bringing him back. He is still only 22 years old, won't turn 23 until December. You got to love the physical size of Bolduc, six foot four, 220 pounds, and former second round pick back in 2019. He can skate, played in 17 games with the Islanders this year, made his NHL debut, two goals, one assist, a plus five, which is a nice number for a rookie. One of his goals was a game winner. And that is always a good thing. And uh, only two penalty minutes, which I think is important as well. Look, here's the bottom line. Bolduc did play in the first two playoff games against Carolina when Alexander Romanov was unavailable. And he didn't look ready, to be honest with you, for that extra level of intensity that comes with the playoffs. Here's the thing. In the regular season, we saw flashes of what this kid can do. He played in 17 games for the Islanders and was only a minus in three of them. That is impressive for a rookie. And no, he didn't get a lot of ice time yet. You know, the Islanders are always reluctant to trust young players But he did play 14 minutes, 24 seconds per game, had 16 block shots and 26 hits in 17 games. And the thing I liked most about Bolduc, you could tell the game was not too big for him or too fast for him. Now, in the playoffs, as I said, he did look a little slow, that he wasn't ready to make that adjustment to the next level of NHL play in the playoffs, but again, he's 22, and he'd only played 17 regular season games, so it was probably a little bit too much too soon to ask him to do that, and the key question to me becomes this. Is Bolduc ready for prime time? He is a left-shot defenseman. 
is he going to be a guy who could beat out Sebastian Ajo for one of those spots? Or if Scott Mayfield doesn't return, Bolduc is big like Mayfield, even though he plays, you know, is a left-handed shot. Could Ajo or Bolduc, one of them, move over to the right side uh, and play on the off side of their defense situation? You know, maybe. But I, I think Bolduc is probably about ready to take on a bigger role for the Islanders. I don't know if he's ready to be that puck-moving defenseman just yet. That may take a little more time. But he's certainly, I think, ready to be a bottom-pair defenseman with the potential to get into the middle pair later in his career if he continues to develop. I think he will be an Islander and play at least 55, 60 games, maybe more, depending on how he fares in his first full season on the island. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And today, believe it or not, is the 26th birthday of former Islanders winger Anthony Bevilier, the Sorrel Tracy Quebec native, first-round draft pick of the Islanders in 2015, 28th overall, had a pair of 40-goal seasons in the Quebec League in juniors and joined the Islanders in 2016-2017. His best year, 2017-2018, where he had 21 goals and 36 points, had more points in 2019-2020. The beautiful thing about Bavillier in 2019-2020, and again, really the following year, when you look back at the two playoff runs that the Islanders made, made their long runs to the conference finals, Bo and Bailey were two guys who really picked up their game 14 points, 9 goals in 22 games in 2020. 19 games, 13 points, 5 of them goals in 2021. So, you know, Bogue sort of lifted his game. Fast but inconsistent player. When he was on, he was really, really good. But then he'd disappear, unfortunately, for a few games. His best game as an Islander, pretty easy to pinpoint November 15th, 2018, at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. The Rangers are the visitor. Henrik Lundqvist, the goalie. Tomas Grice in goal for the Isles. And for Anthony Bevilier, a hat trick. So far, the only one of his NHL career. Add an assist, a four-point game. Five shots on goal in this one as the Islanders beat the Rangers by a score of 7-5. to So, Anthony Bevilier, now a member of the Vancouver Canucks, he is our Islanders' birthday of the day, and I certainly wish Bo all the luck in the world. want to thank everyone for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day, every dayers. Tomorrow on the show, we'll take a look at Noah Dobson's season, and you know we'll address a little bit more of what Lula Morello said about him at his press conference on Tuesday. So make sure you join us for that. We'll have that and a lot more. Until then, have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.